Hello, and welcome to this special edition of Teaching Together. That was Teaching Together, all one word, capital T for together. We're recording this in the week after MathsConf 30 at Manchester Enterprise Academy Central on Saturday, October the 15th, 2022. If you couldn't join us due to family commitments, illness or geographical constraints, we're here with a few takeaways from a variety of sessions so that we can all improve our... Teaching together! So without further ado, let's look back at MathsConf 30. MathsConf isn't just about teachers sharing amazing ideas. It's a chance to catch up with friends. It's a chance to check out the latest tech supporting people progress. It's a chance to ask the exam boards those burning questions that you have. It's a chance to show off your baking credentials. And it's a chance to raise money for Macmillan Cancer Support through the charity raffle and tuck shop. We're proud to announce that MathsConfs have raised upwards of £75,000 for Macmillan Cancer Support. Alongside all of this, there were five 50-minute periods at MathsConf 30, ranging from Area in Depth with Joe Morgan to Why You Should Be Teaching GCSE Statistics from Mark Heslop. In the next section of this podcast, we look at some takeaways from these sessions. Throughout the day, Stuart managed to ask a few delegates for their time to share some takeaways from sessions that they had attended. So here's a number of clips of delegates sharing their takeaways from MathsConf 30. Hi, I'm Stephanie Taylor and I work for uh, Guernsey, States of Guernsey in the Education Department. We have come over today with 12 of our math subject leaders, which is absolutely fantastic um, opportunity for us to come and exchange ideas and have high quality CPD. We have learned so much today about how to support our SEND students better, how to use manipulatives across all phases of education um, and just a really fantastic day out together as a team. Hello, my name's Anne. Um, I've come from a school in Oldham. Uh, I've just come from a session with Ed Watson uh, talking about effective student revision. Uh, a really thought-provoking session there where he spoke about how we've done lots to improve our curriculum, but now we need to improve students' independence and how they um, effectively revise. thought it was really useful. Thanks very much, Ed. Hi, um, I'm Paul Rodrigo. I've driven to MathsConf 30 from London yesterday. Um, just finished watching Dave Taylor's session. Um, I actually had two takeaways from it. Um, the first one is that I'm a teacher, not a broadcaster, which was a quote that resonated with me. And the second takeaway is that if kids don't get it, then I need to reflect on what I am going to do differently. Um, so if the kids just kind of didn't do it right, then don't make it about them not doing it right. It's about me adapting my teaching. Hi, um, my name's Matt Mann. Um, I've travelled all the way from the West Midlands. And uh, one thing that I would like to take away is always about um, making you think every time you go to a session, such as um, Stuart's one or Dave's one or even my one that I delivered. So, um, yeah, it's good to make you think. 
Hi, uh, my name is Jervis. I'm from the Channel Islands, Guernsey, and I've just sat through two talks, one by Stuart Welch and Joe Morgan. Both of them very, very good talks. I really enjoyed them. There's a lot of detail in both of them together. Uh, my main takeaway, just as it's fresh in my head from the last talk I saw, was uh, Joe Morgan's take on how to layer your mathematics and how to structure it down and break it apart. And I really like the part where she talked about doing five minutes of the history of the math that you're about to teach. So a little bit of etymology, a little bit of where was the math used in the past? Is it still being used today? How is it going to you know, affect some students' lives? I thought that was very interesting to start with and it's something I'll certainly be trying from now on. Hi, I'm Rhiannon. I come from Nottingham today. I've just been to see Andrew Taylor talking about the AQA GCSE maths qualifications for this summer, how he's built on last year and how he's going to improve this year. And I really enjoyed looking at what that first 15 marks for each paper is going to look like, how they're going to use language and how they're going to introduce problem solving it to ramp up better demand. Hi, I'm Meg. Um, I've come from Derby and I've just been to see Stuart Welsh at MathsConf. Um, and I really liked when he was speaking about exit tasks and the use of printed, pre-printed exit tasks to fully assess what the students have learned so we can be as responsive as possible. My name's Lindsay Bennett. I'm Deputy National Leader of Maths at Australia Academy Trust. I've just been in Stuart Welsh's session on what is responsive teaching. Absolutely fantastic. One of my main takeaways was about whether we can plan to be responsive or not. We absolutely can um, in terms of finding and fixing missing prerequisite knowledge, checking and fixing any misconceptions that may have occurred and checking for retention. I think it's really important that you do plan for them things uh, and plan to be responsive so that you're not having to concentrate on it in the moment. We also had this from Shannon Doherty, who was a panellist during period five's Thinking Deeply About Mathematics Education, who had three takeaways to share. Here are my takeaways from MathsConf 30. My first takeaway came from Johnny Hall's session where he talked about being confident enough to ask questions that we don't know the answers to. Uh, maybe not as applicable to me uh, in primary maths, but being able to, to throw things out to the students and allow them to behave mathematically and um, make generalisations and come up with things that we maybe weren't expecting can be quite a freeing experience for us but also a powerful learning experience for them. My next takeaway came from Josh Taylor's session on the joy of partitioning numbers. I really loved his session and his enthusiasm for, for what makes numbers. It was particularly nice to see so many example, examples that were applicable to me as a primary teacher. And I really loved his sort of grid method or area model uh, for using negative numbers as well. So that was something that I snapped a photo of to take away. And then my last takeaway came from Neil Arman's session on golden threads in the curriculum and asking if our curriculum really is overloaded or if we just need to work or plan smarter. So if we look at repeating and revisiting certain models and representations again and again. We can strengthen concepts and make connections and build knowledge without removing anything from the curriculum. And that's sort of also linked to some of the stuff we talked about during the Thinking Deeply About Mathematics Education panel as well when it came to manipulatives. So I think that if we 
put our heads together and consider those key models and key uh, representations, then our job becomes a million times easier. And finally, here's what Kieran Mackle had to say about his day at Manchester Enterprise Academy Central. So there were a few things that really stood out for me at MathsConf 30. The, the first one was during the session by Charlie Harbour and Nicola Adams. And they were asking, well, what are the sort of the traits of someone who is working at greater depth? And the room was sort of saying things like making connections, thinking flexibly with the mathematics. And as we went around all these things, I was sitting thinking to myself, this is the minimum expectation. All pupils should be able to make connections and to understand why mathematics is beautiful. And that's where the talk went to eventually. But it really made it, it really illuminated the idea that we need to have this idea that there's a minimum expectation for all pupils because they deserve to see mathematics in the way that the inverted commas greater depth pupils do. And then in Josh Taylor's session, we explored number and partitioning and this thread of partitioning the whole way through sort of primary and secondary mathematics. And it really illuminated how we can think about number and the models that we choose and how they impact on our understanding. And so it was it was a fantastic session and I'm really hoping that Josh does it, you know, in the future because, you know, I think lots of people need to hear what he has to say. And then in the final session, we had the Thinking Deeply About Mathematics Education panel. And it's the second time that we've probably had maybe 50 plus teachers from across primary and secondary come to this panel. And I always ask at the start, well, where have you come from? What, what brought you here? Thinking that perhaps the Thinking Deeply About Primary Education podcast was one of the reasons. And on both occasions, there, there have been fewer than three or four people who have come because of the podcast. So they're not coming because of names. They're coming because they want to think about mathematics education. And I think that, that, that gives me a lot of hope that there are people who are thinking, OK, let's really spend our time thinking about mathematics in a meaningful way and the teaching of mathematics in a meaningful way. So it was fantastic to see that. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll do that again in the future. You can also find more takeaways on the Tips for Teachers MathsCon 30 Takeaways podcast. This is Craig Barton and Joe Morgan having an excellent discussion about sessions that they visited at MathsCon 30 and giving 10 tips for teachers to take away. So what's up next then? An online conference in January, which has many benefits despite not being in person. I mean, in Manchester, you couldn't see Johnny Hall and Paul Rowlandson at the same time. But when the conference is online, all sessions are recorded and released after the event. This means that you can take in every session at your own pace a few days after the conference has ended. Following that, we're back to in-person for MathsConf 31 in March with a venue to be announced. We'd love to see some new teachers presenting their great ideas. The MathsConf crowd are a great bunch, and there is no party line. We only want to improve the learning experience in mathematics for our pupils. The online conference in January is a great opportunity to cut your teeth in the comfort of your own home, and then you can command the room at the in-person conference in March. Do consider submitting a proposal, and if you're not there just yet, make sure that you join us in January online and March face-to-face. In the meantime, there are three events that we'd love to see you at. That's the Head of Maths Conference in London on Thursday, December the 1st, the Principal Teacher of Maths Conference in Glasgow on Tuesday, December the 6th, 
or our primary maths conference in London on Thursday, January the 26th, 2023. You can find out more about these free-to-attend events by visiting completemaths.com forward slash community. And that brings us to the end of this special episode looking back on MathsConf 30. We'll be back next week with our regular format of Teach, Do, Practice, Behave with a single objective from the Complete Maths curriculum. This objective will have been chosen from over 1,800 objectives from early counting to calculus, and you can access the whole curriculum at completemaths.com for free. In the coming half term, you'll be hearing about the surface area of cuboids, recently released content from stage zero, and understanding the mean as well as hearing different voices in the form of guests on some podcasts so that we can improve our teaching together. Until next time, take care.